Hello and welcome everybody. Almost uh, decided against uh, offering an episode today and then I thought, well, maybe I just better, just better. Uh, I, I was working on something, uh, a bigger project and that's going to take more time. So I thought I would put together some observations uh, made while traveling, doing a little bit of global travel and moving around the country a little bit over, you know, like the last 50 years. Well, really the last 40. Um, what I wanted to say was what, I, I want to ask a question. Do you want to know what I really think? And these are some very amorphous ideas. Um, and there's a couple of points here. But one thing that I've noticed is that one of the biggest differences between Americans and some of the, most of the Europeans I've met is how hard we work and what we get for our efforts. Because in America, we don't understand. Well, some people do, people who travel. So I'm not telling you anything really new. But it maybe never really, impre it never really impressed upon you how the, t how the typical European can be different from us. They can move about 200 miles and be in a different country, subject to different rules, different norms, working there, different pay, different workplace environments, etc., etc. And I honestly think that those folks are better suited to provide some kind of input on work-life balance issues because I really think that part of that is what we're fighting here because, and you'll, you'll see in a, in a few moments, uh, and I think they know how to quantify the value of one's contributions uh, differently because you get these, how many times uh, have you heard a person from another country say, you're working, you're killing yourselves? at work. Why do, why do you people do this? You're killing yourselves on the job. So when pe some people say, you know, when, when they hear us say, especially American greatness, it's kind of offensive to someone uh, more inclined to hold that European attitude. Um, so like, but if you wanted to quantify this from a purely scientific perspective, you could take productivity numbers from a variety of jobs, maybe across several industries, domestic and you know, overseas. Uh, of course, there's a concern that many jobs in what we have here in America, at least, uh, given our last 15 years in the economy, a lot of the jobs of better paying industries have been replaced by service jobs. Uh, on the other hand, it's worth mentioning that low-end wage typical jobs uh, in service saw quicker than average growth, uh, wage growth under President Trump. Uh, well, but within this conversation, the focus probably shouldn't be on proving workers in one country work harder than those in another. It's more like an attitude thing. Th because uh, trying to determine who works harder would probably, it's inherently a subjective kind of question, right, or response. Uh, and even if you could quantify it, it, most people probably ignore that type of data in favor of group or personal perception. Uh, also along the way, the work smarter, not work harder kind of mentality typically derails the conversation. Um, so why do I bother bringing this up? Well, even within our own borders, like I mentioned, there's sort of that, that battle for or, or over consensus on fair wages for work. AOC and others have argued that workers should be entitled to greater shares of business profits. And I'm okay with that mostly if, as long as those workers workers absorb a, a greater share of losses 
and exposure to risk, like the people who actually put large sums of capital at risk. Um, and I think most of the internal strife we have here stems from who gets to keep what some call the excesses, because I really think that's what the fight is in, in America is these excesses. Um, I'll explain like when the, those excesses kind of became a, a, a pirate's chest worth fighting over. So even if we agreed that ex excesses, and on a, in, on a personal level, it's like discretionary monies, right? Uh, even if we agreed that they exist, uh, we would probably be able to calculate uh, something equitable, an arrangement, because I, people who don't understand business, you know, like Marxists, they won't budge from the, if I make my employer $20 an hour, that employer should pay me $20 an hour. Um, it's not my fault they have overhead is kind of the mentality, okay? And it's kind of a malfunction there. But it comes from hearing alternate type employment stories. And the gig economy kind of brought some of these things up. Think of, think of some of these jobs as off-book businesses uh, that pay no taxes and engage in activities that not, aren't always good for society. Uh, I, have, I had a, an episode out a while back where I mentioned that there's this whole work philosophy uh, that's kind of correlated directly to engagement with your society. And um, it, it doesn't help that some people out there feel there shouldn't be any sort of contribution to levels of government that actually help them in ways that they may not you know, see right away. Or they feel that their endeavors are part of society shouldn't, they want to be detached because they loathe the way we have lived and the way we live in this country today. So to think or feel this way, uh, people had to be convinced that their country was formed by some kind of evil force and really hasn't moved away from that. The whole built on uh, slavery or racism and things like that. So that's how you get people to do things they wouldn't otherwise that are not uh, healthy for society. Now, I don't really have a lot of uh, supporting details, but I do have some things that might explain this. And, and these are things that people hear, and I've never really seen any numbers on them. But America really changed after World War II. Uh, we kind of had this war effort thing, and I think that war effort mentality really never went away. The business moguls kind of channeled that pace and productivity uh, you know, into the 50s and 60s with consumerism. And most of the working class people I know have this, uh, if you want to keep, maintain the level you have now or acquire more, you really can't slow down. It's not always true for the successful investor classes, right? Uh, because they know how to uh, have passive income and things like that that'll, that kind of shift over time. But, mo but a lot of people aren't willing to cross that bridge, I guess. But also coinciding with this consumerism uh, is China's plan to offer those cheaply made low-cost substitutes for products that we you know, used to have produced domestically. Uh, and they keep penetrating more and more of our markets. I'm old enough. I'm 55. I remember when people used to claim, complain about things coming in from Japan. And in hindsight, uh, the quality was pretty darn good. And the prices were pretty good. We, when you have people who are willing to give an employer their all, that's what you end up with. You end up with good quality stuff when they take pride in their work, their workmanship, 
and they refuse to, you know, put a an inferior or possibly inferior product into a box and ship it off to a customer. So when we ask ourselves what's going on, ask yourself, wouldn't it be a lot easier for Democrats or whatever you want to call them to just do what they want without taking the rest of us along with this joyride to hell, right? Definitely the easiest, most surefire way for these modern progressives to live in the world of their dreams that they want would be to move to a socialist nation and just kind of settle in. So they could go the socialist route alone here even, but then that would suggest or mean that they don't need something from everyone, which means because they don't want to do that, they actually do need something from everyone. Just taxing isn't enough anymore. Um, we're actually at that everything has, every big agenda has some sort of take and redistribute, and that's part of their scheme. Now, they might want to say it's uh, ridiculous to assume things, but I think it's even more ridiculous to follow along with things that people say and politicians when their actions don't support what they say. It's pretty rare that they do. And that's kind of the thing for today. Take care, everybody. God bless.